0: Love, talk, radio. It's now time for Race Chat Live with Chris Creighton and Craig Moore. to open, and, um we want to invite you to pop over the cold chair. enjoy either way you want it, we're going to bring it to you live. Yeah, that that not hey, mean Mr.
1: Craig. Yes,
0: Craig Moore, yes. Listen, if anybody didn't watch the Robo yesterday, I didn't they missed one. They missed a hell of a race, and I'm sorry that you're a Kelvin Harvick fan. But boy, that son of a bitch got that son bitch got what was coming to him. It was like he heard Chase Elliott coming from like three car lengths back and forgot to turn the fucking steering wheel.
1: Listen,
2: he just got confused that we. He just got confused that we're on the road course thinking we have to turn right instead of just left.
0: Yeah, well, he apparently just went straight because, you know, if he would have thought about it, because he's only done it like 85, 90 times that day in one lap, you think he would have figured out that, hey, if I take my foot off of the center pedal and turn the wheel, it it. will turn. I recognize that balance right there.
1: But here, i got a serious question for both of you.
0: And here's the question. Why is Mr. H going to let NASCAR handle this? Why can't he handle it? And why can't Stuart Haas handle it? Why does NASCAR have to step in and handle these two grown adults? Well, because Mr. Henson wants to make sure his car made it to the Final Four. The whole reason was NASCAR's in on an any darn way. I ain't never in my life had a car drive four laps around a racetrack with a darn
1: uh, uh,
0: back back piece then falling off and not giving the freaking black flag. So you tell me that. yeah. Uh, Mr. Hendricks said, well, NASCAR, y'all need to come in and stop this from happening because I don't want to lose my driver uh, with his chance to go to the to the Final Four. Well, guess what? We didn't want...
2: You got Chase Elliott up on the high side up there at Bristol, putting his brakes on, keeping Kevin Harvick from winning. if Kevin Harvick would be the next one. He'd be
0: in if he had, if he had won already, and it would be a completely different chase.
1: No, I get what
0: you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just think that. I just think that NASCAR ought to sit these guys, they should have sat these guys down before the roval and said, listen, this needs to come to an end. If something happens out there on the roval and it's intentional, whoever does it is sitting the rest of the race. Effectively ruining your moving on. Now, you can argue this point, but I listened to the audio over and over and over again. Chase backed out going into that turn. Harvick didn't even lift. He didn't even lift. So, you know, I, I Miss Lee, I agree. She said teams need to handle it, not NASCAR. But if it gets to a point where NASCAR yeah, can I mean, handle it.
1: Yeah, I mean, can go out there,
0: and he can race anybody higher than the hell he wants to, because these NASCARs got the dang golden freaking boys. You know, you just, you just, you know, it really grinds my gears, Fred Moore, Cass Taylor. I, 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 I've had 24 hours to stir up on this, and it's just BS. It's bullshit. You know what? I hope you're taking needs to step in. NASCAR needs to step in and protect my liability, my racer's liability in the chase.
2: Well, NASCAR should have stepped in at Bristol and told Chase Elliott to go sneak it down to Dawsonville, Georgia, down there, that steaky-ass smelly cigarette-smelling food hall of there, where they ring a stupid little bell. Ding, 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 ding. He's a damn ding-dong. <laughs>
1: uh, I like ding-dongs.
2: I, I, I have a quick question. Chris, uh, uh, are you okay? You, you, you're getting a, little, uh, getting a little out there tonight. Woo-hoo! Well, yeah, you know, they're sideways,
0: when they tell you let boys be boys, okay, and they say don't manipulate the chase, and they both go backwards when it favors a gosh dang Hendrick driver. I mean, I put up with it when Dale Jr. was there. I dealt with the fact that Hendrick got away with more than anybody else, that Jimmy Johnson's cheese, helped him been the seven damn championships. But you know what? The buck stops here. NASCAR clearly showed favoritism, and I'm pissed, but I'm still buying my tickets to day.
1: See, you're not that pissed, because you're still going to spend money.
0: No, I mean, I just didn't want to sound like some little crying-ass Kitty Baby Snowflakes and say, I'm not going to listen to the sports no more. I'm not a been, I've not been a NASCAR fan since Dale Sr. died. Oh, yeah, if you ain't such a damn NASCAR fan, then why the hell do you even know NASCAR still exists? I'm done. I'm putting my thing on mute. I love it. Okay, and in other news, <laughs> now that I... Now that i pissed you off and got you riled up, how was your weekend?
1: It was actually beautiful.
0: I had a great weekend and fun time, unlike last weekend. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had a good weekend. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Now, what I did, I really was was great more. What I really was, was uh, as a matter of fact, nobody ever gives you credit. You're a genius because you wanted to see how I would answer that question as if I was really just putting the act on. Do you know what? How much of it was really an act? Because I needed my brothers to stand up clapping and say,
2: I hear you, big dog. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go, Brandon.
0: <laughs> but I didn't get that from y'all. I got more of a shock that I uh, that I was being so candid today. Yeah, I, like, I, just, didn't know, I just didn't know how to... Uh, I just didn't know how to handle that, but I, it sounded—you actually sounded like Paul Bearer from the WWE. Your voice was getting loud and it was cracking and it was very high. It sounded like you were uh, shooting a promo there,
1: brother.
2: So say he uh That's why I asked if he was okay. He, he sounded a little more high pitched than usual. Yeah, <laughs> I mean.
1: It was a little
0: scary. Oh, the little crack the whip there, than usual. Yeah. He sounds like a little bit more whiny bitch today than
2: usual. I get it. (laughs) That's how (laughs) he speaks. You
0: caused me a whiny bitch. (laughs) So we've got the round table coming up at 8.30. Uh, and I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I am too. I am too. It, it, it is all for good fun. Look, if you don't get riled up about your driver, everybody knows. Everybody knows I'm a Kevin Harvick fan. It's no secret. I mean I'm standing up for my driver, right? Isn't that what we want the gas man to do when these two knuckleheads try to put their keep their helmets on and fight each other? We want the gas man to handle it, right? We want the biggest man on the crew. To well, we all know I've got the loudest mouth here. So, I mean, I had to handle business. I think I did a fairly good job about it. I'm pretty good at acting. You're almost good. I think we're going to nominate you for an Emmy for that performance.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd
0: give you a Grammy, but
2: you weren't singing.
1: Maybe Why Why even a of
2: words?
0: Why don't we put that on TikTok? You get any- yeah, you get any- I just send a TikTok to the group just to get everybody laughing i i'm I, I, I I, I just not i'm just not about sharing uh I, and, and i'm i just was not i just wasn't in tune to listening to somebody in their bedroom uh you know i mean if y'all want me to I can record my bedroom experiences and and and, and uh, <laughs> but you need to it's quite funny and it's very lighthearted
1: but I need to.
0: <laughs> we can't share it on the show though it's it gets a little nasty. Yeah, my fishing expedition. Oh no, oh no, oh
2: no, no. Oh no.
0: Let, right. let,
2: let, let, oh, did you listen let's let boy. Let's get back to racing here. So let's race.
0: I didn't listen to it. Miss Lee did. She said it was hilarious. She said roll rolling on the floor laughing my ass off. Yeah, she's listening to the show here again tonight. Our production manager is here tonight. We love you, Miss Lee. Thank you for joining us and uh and all you other listeners as well. If I didn't uh get you turned off with my uh absolute breakdown about ten well about ten seconds ago and then uh, hopefully we'll uh
2: we'll
0: continue to have a great show here tonight. But uh I'll definitely Listen, have to
2: use the mute button. We, we all just want to, to make sure. We all just want to make sure everyone has a merry off season and a happy Christmas. Uh, That's
0: right. Exactly That's a, that's what every NASCAR fan Asks for Speaking of a merry off season Speaking of a merry off season Our last show of the year Is going to be Actually Right after the final race At Phoenix As soon as the green flag or As soon as the uh, checkered flag Falls Within an hour We're going to be on That night so uh, you guys are definitely going to want to tune in. I might be doing it remotely. My son Zach turns 21 that day. So, uh, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a show. But I'm glad I can party up, Chris. I turned 41 uh, two days after that. That's crazy. Our 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 children, our two boys, are separated by less than a month, or right out of month. My son. He'll be 21 on December 8th. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is. That's pretty cool there. But, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of news to talk about, Craig. I'm glad that you're ready to move on with this subject because I definitely am, too. Uh, It is dramatic, and it is crazy, and, hey, it cost you something, and it was kind of funny that uh, Harvick (laughs) hit the wall wide open like that with uh, Chase behind him. I'm not sure if Chase was really the reason why he hit the wall. Uh, But if it is, then he should probably retire because obviously the old man has done set in in him if uh, if he he lost concentration for that damn long. But I I think it was bright failure. It was probably a little bit of karma involved in it as well. But, hey, you know, the true karma is going to come from the guy who took a win away from somebody. And we all know that that was Chase Elliott. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's perfectly clear that he's going to run bridesmaid Kyle Larson this year anyway. So, you know, at least one thing I still believe in, he ain't even the best driver in his own damn team. So, we can move on now. We really can. I, I would like to go to the next subject because just speaking of the name of Chase Elliott boils my blood. Well, at least we know it's blood. I just, I well, just think the race the was... I mean, that just didn't sound right. Yeah. Chase Elliott really bowls my teeth. Is that better? Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. All right. Um, so. I just. I think the weekend in all was. I think the weekend in all was a good racing weekend. Um, on the national level, I think Super Dirt Week in Oswego and Taz will touch on that in a little while. I'm sure. From whatever I've read about it, it was a total shit show in Oswego. Um,
1: all right.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll touch base on that later, because I'm going to go on a giant rant about that,
0: because, wow. Oh. You know, I, I just kept watching the stuff that was posted on uh, Facebook, and I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't waste money going up there. Because we hadn't talked about it, actually. <laughs> and I'm glad we didn't. But, yeah, let's talk about Xfinity Series. That I did not get to watch because I was celebrating the loss of a really good friend um, who who died of COVID in uh, September, actually while we were in the Sunshine State. So his memorial was, his celebration was this past Saturday. So I was not able to uh, watch the Xfinity race, nor did I remember to record it. So we'll let you guys talk about that.
2: Oh, well, you know, Dinger. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah. Go
2: ahead, Tad. Olmendinger. He's your winner. He's done, Dick, get the job done.
0: That's it, man. I mean that's that was the Xfinity race. It really was. Like AJ Almendinger put on a clinic and uh Sendrick was there for a minute. Ty Gibbs was there for a minute. Ty Gibbs made a mistake late there in the race. And it cost him, And I believe Cindric had maybe pit road issues or something, Pez. Uh I, had to, I actually had to listen to it on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, shout out. I uh, just subscribed uh, to the Sirius XM Radio uh, Channel 90. I paid the extra $5 a month to make sure that I had NASCAR channel. So big shout out to, uh, to those guys over there at Channel 90 on XM Sirius Radio. But uh, seriously... Um, it was a great race, and uh, I wish I could have watched it.
1: Uh, I did get
0: home. And shout out to NBC. I want to tell you guys something that, that really has grinded my gears as well, but I didn't realize that I was going to be in the wrong with this. So so Fox, Fox when it was on Fox, uh, when the race was on Fox, they would replay it a couple of times within the to 24 hours of the race coming on. Well, NBC, all year since they started, I have not been able to find replays of the race. Well, guess what? If you are new to this as well, you can find a replay of the race if you'll download the NBC Sports app, right? And you find it. It will be in the replay section. You can cast it to your TV. You have to have a local uh, cable provider or at least have, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, a subscription to NBC Sports and the NBC Network. So, uh, but I was able now, does to that include Peacock? Do what? Does that include the Peacock Network? Um, So that's what made me go to it was the Peacock, but I did not find it on Peacock uh, at all. What I found it on was the NBC Sports app, uh, and I had to type in my Xfinity uh uh, uh, email and password to get clearance into it. But once I did, I was able to cast it to my television. So, But unfortunately, it was so late in the time when I finally got it all figured out that I only watched about five laps before I passed out. But as I said again, I listened to it on the radio and I Ty Gibbs was actually uh, he was actually probably going to give AJ a run for his money, but a late, uh, a late uh, corner miss uh, put Ty Gibbs back on state ball there. As a Come on, man. What are you doing? I'm on my show, bro. Chill. Sorry, I got invaded by my cat. He, I guess he wanted to be part of the show.
2: Well, with the Roval being a cutoff race, not only for the Cup Series, but it was also for the Xfinity Series, AJ Armandink got the job done Guaranteed himself into the round of eight for the Xfinity series. And I believe, I'm going to try to look this up now. I believe he was the only one, I might be wrong, that Guaranteed a spot into the round of eight, based on wins anyway. Yeah, because Josh Ferry and Brandon Brown, non-playoff eligible drivers, uh, won the other two races. So A.J. Allmendinger was the only one to guarantee himself into the round of eight based off of when everyone else was on, in on points. And those eight moving on is A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Cindric was right on uh, Dinger's bumper for the point lead. Allgaier sitting 29 29- that. Noah Gregson, 33 points back. Underneath the cutoff line right now is Daniel Hemrick who's one point below. Justin Haley, two points below. Harrison Burton is 42 points behind the leader. Uh, I believe it's a nine point difference between uh, Greg, him and Gregson and Brandon Jones It's five points behind Harrison Burton. So there's a uh, but the close battle in the affinity standings if you look at that right there.
1: Yeah, it
0: really is, Taz, and that's been probably the most entertaining series uh of the season. I know for like Craig you you can vouch for this for at least the last four seasons we voted that the truck series was the most exciting. Last year the Xfinity series really creeped up and they've really started to like turn in my head and I and Last year and this year, I'll give it to them. Back to back years, they've been the most exciting. They have my vote for the most exciting series uh, in, in NASCAR. Um, you know, it's, it's just weekend with that. You just don't know who it's going to be, and, and the, the, the variety is just absolutely awesome. Uh, I continue to uh, uh, become a, a major fan of how they've constructed the Xfinity series and the Truck series. Now that there's not an invasion of Cup drivers. Uh, within the within those series, a um, uh, big news about uh, Jeb Burton—he's not returning to uh, colleague racing uh, next season. So you can uh, count Jeb Burton out of the ten car uh, in the Xfinity series.
2: It makes me wonder um, if they—if he went out to open an opportunity for somebody who. Uh, probably is more deserving of him to get in because I think Jeff Burton's not a bad driver. He's pretty decent. Uh, just, I don't know if it was something on his end or if it was something on his college's end. They're working on a deal on getting a better driver in than him. Um, it has everything to do with sponsor money.
0: As Nutrien uh, stepped out of uh, racing. You know they're they're not just uh, the sponsor of Jeb Burton's race car. They're also the sponsor on Jonathan Davenport's uh, race car, as well. So it's going to be interesting to see if that's full blown Nutrien getting out. And I don't know if you guys even know what Nutrien is. Do y'all know what that is?
1: No, I don't.
0: It's livestock feed, bro. It's livestock feed. So I mean, that's a, that was a big that was a big time sponsor that I don't think really capitalized uh they're in the industry because people did not know what nutrient is or who they are they're they're they're, life, they're a livestock uh feed uh, company so uh um there you are uh now you know
1: that
2: is uh that's very interesting well is it fertilizer? fertilizer i think i think nutrient is going to the cup series i don't know if they're going to have um I don't know if they're going to have Daniel Hemmerich back on the Xfinity side, but I believe they're. They may be going up to the Cup side with uh, Justin Haley. And I, I don't know if they'll have uh, if they'll be aboard on the second uh, part-time car. But I know for the, I believe for the uh, full-time Justin Haley ride, I believe that's going to be. Uh, Nutrients behind it, but I could be wrong because I know for the test car they had today. Nutrient was all over it Right, right, right.
1: So that's
0: uh, they're stepping out of the sport entirely And that is a that that may be I'm not sure miss Lee Uh, you would have to pick on that for us if that's the feed or the fertilizer I know it's one or the other, uh, but I I can see where I can mistake feed Uh from being the fertilizer that creates the feed, so uh, uh, that 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 is a great question if somebody could get us an answer to to that one. Um, but yeah, they've already announced that they're stepping out. They they announced that uh, earlier in the year. So it'll be interesting to see if that affects Johnson Davenport's ride as well over there in the uh uh Lucas Oil Lake model series. Um moving right along, I mean yeah, there was not the, the trucks were not there at the World No, World they're, World they're like, they, are the until,
2: they are off until Martinsville truck series is.
0: Wow. Wow. I just really uh, wish that NASCAR would put these three series working together in all three tracks. All three, at least race on the weekend, if they're, even if they're not at the same track. Uh, my thing, I know my single thing, events
2: are probably... My thing with NASCAR in the playoffs is that all three series could... They always end on the same weekend, right? They all end at Phoenix on the same weekend. They're, the playoffs for all three series should skin. So that means if the trucks even have three rounds for their playoffs or they have uh, six races before their championship, fine. Like any, same way, fine. If the Cup Series is three rounds and then the championship finale, fine. But I would like to see it where all three need to start in the same weekend. That's, that's my Well, opinion. I've said that, too. We've had that discussion
0: every year. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know, it it gets it gets old to have that discussion. But I agree. I'm looking at the stands yesterday. It gets old, like the Danica Patrick joke, but it's but a boot. But they're <laughs> like, still I fun get to understand.
1: tell. no respect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you know, I looked at the stands yesterday, and they did not seem like they were hacked yeah. and and that would concern me because for two years that was that was pretty much just sold out rate now i don't know if maybe north chakalaki has done something with uh their covid restrictions um i know for up here and i think it's all over the country for concerts anything to do with live nation they are requiring you to have uh, – to show your vaccination. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know that's, if that's, that's something – it's not Germany here yet. No, no, it's not Germany here yet. As a matter of fact, you're more than welcome to go get COVID over there at the uh, – you can take your sister or, your, or you can go catch COVID over at the Alabama game. It doesn't really matter. Whichever one suits your fancy. Of course, roll, tie, roll, even though we got rolled this weekend by Texas A&M. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still married to my cousin.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, and your sister is still your boyfriend. I mean,
1: second wife.
0: Right, so anyway, that's that's that you're 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 stereotyping a southerner, and I don't appreciate that. Just like I want everybody to take notice of where Bubba Wallace finished this weekend.
2: Mostly, oh. <laughs> uh, is an answer to uh, your. The Seed, fertilizer and herbicides
1: okay so
0: it helps it helps put the lotion on the skin I mean, yeah. I mean it helps fertilize it helps fertilize the growth for the cow so it it does have something to do with the feed but it's it's a fertilizer to feed the cow so thank you Ms. Lee that's a little stats moment there that
2: is a day bop. that is the day bop, bop. Well, here in a couple minutes, we're going to be going live on Facebook. We'll still be live here on Block Talk Radio, but we'll be live on Facebook and interact with you fans on Facebook for those who want to join in on that. For the round yeah. of eight Cup Series Playoff Roundtable discussion, we are back again for that. We're going That's to narrow fine. things down to our final four, who we think collectively as a group. We're going to have our own personal who wouldn't but we're going to collectively get things together and see who we mm-hmm. collectively believe will move on to the final four. I, I have
0: both my times final we got four. gotten three out of four, Taz. Three, both times we've gotten three out of four, and there's a horrible echo coming from someone. Three out of four of them we've gotten each time. So that that's not bad for a collective group uh, thinking here. Uh, but I do have some news to cover real quick before we go in that segment. Taz, go ahead and tell us what's next.
2: Well, I know for news-wise, GMS has finally released their Cup Series driver for 2022.
0: Right. and that is, am surprised, surprised.
2: That is Ty Dillon, and thank God somebody opened the door for him.
0: Whoa. Um, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and this is probably something that has to do with Pop-Pop. You know, uh, Pop-Pop's probably offered a little bit of assistance over there to the GMS Racing Um, We'll we'll find out Of course
2: All right Somehow we apparently
0: Yeah We might have lost Chris Um, Yeah I I think what I know what Chris was going at With this Probably Papa has offered some assistance Over to GMS to make this happen And I'm sure it's uh, It's quite substantial If you will We'll talk more about that at the top of the hour. Um, the other thing I want to talk about at the top of the hour is next gen tire test plan for Bowman Gray and White Dirt Track. This is according to NASCAR. dot com.
2: of I know. I know who the test driver is for the dirt track, and it's none other than our wonderful New York driver of Stuart Friesen. I
1: drive. Well, of course. And I know of the course. reason. Always... And the
2: reason why. And I'll get into that quick. The reason why they chose an outside dirt track is so that nobody has an advantage for the Bristol dirt track. Well, that's, that's what that smart. Behind the scene? What does
0: that tell you? That tells you that Stuart Friesen is not going to be in the Cup Series next year. He's not going to have that opportunity. So Stuart Friesen, this may be the inside information that we were looking for that says Stuart Friesen is no longer going to be in NASCAR, that he's going to go back to the dirt world. I don't know if any of you guys caught how that was worded, but uh, I definitely uh, felt like uh, they were saying that, hey, even though if I had a cup car, of course I'd want Stuart Friesen to race in that race. Uh, I was surprised that he's not been already given that opportunity. I believe he was given that opportunity. Uh, in the 70s. Yeah, he, he was. was right,
2: fire, fire gave so... him the shot.
0: Right. So I'm not sure, you know, there, there may be something into that. Now, we have do we do have some shocking news here, guys. And and I've been itching to say it uh, because, you know, we we have toasted tweets, and a lot of our toasted tweets have actually been about Rick Ware Racing. And so I wanted to give you guys this update. Rick Ware Racing is forming an alliance with Stuart Haas Racing and Roush Yates Engines for 2022. Um, According to JSC.com, Rick Ware Racing will join Ford Performance Family at the start of the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series season with the launch of the new generation Next Gen Car. In addition to a new manufacturer, RWR has formed an alliance, Stuart Haas Racing, and Roush Yates Engines. With a rich and extensive history, Rick Ware Racing has been a part of the racing fabric in the USA for over 30 years. Uh, Rick Ware goes on to say, I'm really excited about what 2022 has in store for RWR. We've been waiting for the Next Gen Car to become a reality and set up our program. So it sounds like it really does guys. It sounds like uh Rick Ware is uh tired of running around the back and we may see uh we may see um, Okay. Uh we may see uh a, a more competitive uh Rick Ware racing in the near future. Sounds like maybe they're gonna take on the role that uh, Front Row Motorsports uh, had, which, which could open the door, I guess, for uh, Michael McDowell to have a place to race next year. And if you were looking to upgrade your drivers, there's still Matt Diamondetto, Ryan Newman, and also uh, Matt... Uh, uh, who, was, who was the third guy, guys? Come on. Matt Diamondetto, Ryan Newman, and... You said uh, McDowell. Uh, you have Alfredo. Michael McDowell. You
2: have Ryan Priest. Right, right, right.
0: There's still a good handful of drivers there that could... Uh, help lead your team your to uh, a better existence than what it has been. But we're getting ready for our round t- table discussion. There's still a horrible echo that is uh, grinding the back of my brain back there, if we can figure out where that's coming from. Um, but uh, that, it went away. It went away. That's, that's, that's beautiful. So let's get on to the round table discussion. This one should not take as long. Uh, because basically we're announcing who we believe is going to be in our final four. I still feel like it's a little bit early for this, but hey, you know our season's winding down. And it's less than a month, and we'll be uh, on on vacation and and uh, um, yeah. So uh,
2: let's get to it. Are we Facebook Live yet, sir? Yes, we are today? face. Yes, we are Facebook Live. Our round wow. of eight discussion is starting. Thank you for those who uh, tune in. Make sure you uh, like and share the video. Get it out there. Get your friends. Get your family. We want to hear your thoughts and opinions
1: because we're going
2: to give ours. We're not going to all agree. Yeah. But you know what? If two of us say one driver moves on or one driver is eliminated, that's how it's going to be, majority rules. So here is your round of eight drivers we're going to work with. Starting with Kyle Larson, who has 65 playoff points. That's that's more than one race right there. He has a 42-point cushion, which is nearly a race in itself. So he could probably sleep on a race and still be safe. But we all know how the playoffs work. It's not going to be like that. So we have Kyle Larson right now on top of the leaderboard, 42 points ahead of the cutoff line. Denny Hamlin in second. He sits seven points ahead. Martin Truex Jr., six points above. Then Ryan Blaney in fourth, one point ahead. Kyle Busch in fifth, one point below. Chase Elliott is two points below, sitting in sixth. Joey Logano, Giggles Logano, that is, 11 points underneath. And Brad Keselowski, 16 points below the cutoff line. That's your eight drivers we are going to work with. And... We're going to tell you who we believe will be moving forward okay. the championship round. And I do believe I have my final four set, and I'm pretty sure we will know, I will know the answer to this first driver. I'm confident enough to be, with the three tracks we're going to, with Texas, Kansas, and uh, Martinsville. I have, confidence in two of those tracks that Kyle Larson will be moving forward to the round of eight and I do believe he'll be winning in one of those three races.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about it.
2: Uh, are we picking our final four or are we eliminating? <laughs> we
1: we we no we
2: can no, no, we're saying our thoughts we say we are saying our thoughts and then we can say our final four. That's how we can do it. If you're, if all three of us are confident in one driver moving forward, then I'm just going to move them forward and go for it, and we're just going top to bottom. I have a good feeling about Kyle, Kyle Larson in this round. Two of these three races were coming up. He's been the top dog because it's mile and a half races. You got to show your speed. You got to show your talent. That's where it's at. Kyle Larson's going to yes. be up there. All
0: right. So let's let's go go from the top, and then we'll our next one we'll pull from the bottom. How about that? We want to make this happen. So so you've thrown out Kyle Larson as a definite lock-in. So our next one's going to be um, um, whether or not it's a definite throwaway or a lock-in. So I'm not sure if I'm going to vote for Kyle Larson here. I'm really not. I I know that he has a demanding lead, but uh, I know Mr. Hendrick is going to go to the end of the world to help one of these drivers get to the chase. And uh, I think his name is going to... Well, I've already said, I mean, right? Uh, they, they, they've they dumped a lot into Kyle Larson all year long. And, uh, you know, it's amazing that he's had the equipment that he's had. It's, I was also shocked that somehow or another William Byron didn't mysteriously wind up in the lead uh, to get all three of those drivers locked in uh, because that would have probably been a lot better for Hendrick, so Hendrick felt like he had to play by the rules there, obviously, or else he might have gotten caught. Uh, you can't cheat wide wide open like that, but uh, I'm not sure. You know, I think uh, Larson could really get himself in trouble. We, we've got to see how he works under pressure. It took him a long time to get where he's at now. Um, this next three races, I believe, are going to be a real uh, eye-opener whether or not he is a chase contender. Uh, the racetrack that we're going to, Texas is next week, right? Texas yeah, just coming this weekend, weekend, And then Kansas and Martinsville.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Three of those tracks sound like a great track for Kyle Larson, but uh, in reality we'll have to see um, how that handles. I see two racetracks for sure where he could get himself in trouble uh, fairly yeah. early. Um, if, if, you know, um, that could really shift the pendulum here. As, and we've got three racetracks, so we could have three winners that could definitely lock themselves in uh, to the chase, and one that would be on points if if somebody were to rack up the next, you know, a, a different winner at each of those those tracks there. But uh, I'm going to vote no for Kyle Larson and pass the baton over to Craig Moore. All right. Well, I think he's going to get in trouble. I think he'll be in trouble in uh, uh, Martinsville for sure. <coughs> I think that, um, so I'm not going to say, I'm going to say he does not move to the next round. I think his one-race lead is only going to last for Texas, and then it's going to dwindle away after that, and he's going to get himself knocked out. I guarantee you if it comes down to Chase or him going to the final four, Mr. H is going to make sure it's Chase. He's going to make sure that it's Elliott. So I, I say no, get him out of there. He's not going to the Final Four. All right. Well, that's our show. Y'all have uh, a good, good year. And, uh, good year. You know, good year, Tyre. And uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all in 2022 because uh, Craig Moore, uh, with your vote, sir, we that means that we are completely eliminating Kyle Larson from the Final Four. Probably the most shocking. As a matter of fact, people would probably turn us off right now because they think that we're just absolutely positively stupid for voting out Kyle Larson. And along with all the dirt fans probably that we have listening to us as well, I'm uh, just not sure that that's going to be a fan favorite there, but Taz, uh we need we need you to come in and police this for a minute because
2: uh, there is a big fire started over here in turn Yeah. Four. I see the trouble, but I I understand why for past, if you guys are going off past results I can understand why he struggled at these three tracks. But I'm trying to sway you guys in a lot of these mile and a half, Kyle Larson's running towards the front. Is he I can I can see him being a race winning threat at Kansas. Texas I don't see much of. I could be wrong on that one. But the track that he will struggle, I have full faith that he will struggle in is going to be Martinsville. So I do believe the pressure will build up in these two races, and I, I have confidence that he will do the. Jo- he'll get the job done in Kansas. Texas will, will probably be a make-or-break, in my opinion. But I think that he will do enough.
0: The problem well, he can afford forward. to have a break in Martinsville. He can have a, he can afford to have a bad race. He's got a one race lead, but he can't afford to have two bad races. And I think Martinsville is going to be it. Yeah, you put you put together with one with one twentieth place finish just because you didn't get it right, and one uh, or maybe a penalty, and then you wind up in an accident. You can see that uh, that that lead twist out pretty quick. Look. There was a certain point in the roval race. I, I picked this before the, before this show even here tonight, and I'll tell you why. Yesterday during the roval race, as you watched, Kyle Larson was at a point where he could have been eliminated early in the race, and so that's how that's you think that these guys have a big enough cushion, but but when we start throwing numbers out there and we start showing how the point system is and how you can gain these extra stage points and whatnot, you know, it really does calculate into disaster. If you have a couple of bad, a a string of a couple of bad races, you know, you just don't have to be perfect every week. And that can actually uh, cost somebody like Kyle Larson uh, a bid for a championship. I I think we spent too much time on Kyle Larson. It's good to see that uh, great minds think alike, especially after I called you a genius earlier there. uh, I know, but hey, listen, before we move on, before we move on to uh, the owner of uh, last week's car winner, uh, race winner, Miss Lee pointed out Hendrick needs Larson to move forward to redeem his choice to bring him on. I thoroughly disagree with that. I think that he was redeemed in his seven wins this season. Uh, I don't think him winning a championship means diddly squat. Now he, he redeemed himself by winning seven races. So Miss Lee, Love and respect you, but I I, I thoroughly think you're wrong. With all due respect. Look, I can't wait till we get to Chase Elliott because I'm gonna tell you why I feel the way that I do, and it's gonna it's gonna have something to do with what uh, Craig Moore just said. So let's go to the. let I, I cannot wait. Now you've got me super excited because my blood is boiling once again uh, because like, we get to talk about this <clears throat> from Georgia. Uh, all
2: right. Go ahead. So. I guess we're gonna rule Kyle Larson out. I'm kind of ashamed in one of you. Not sure which one, but I'm ashamed of one of you. But Denny Hamlin <laughs> is our next is our next guy. Uh, Denny Hamlin, I, I, I think we we're going to the
0: bottom. We're going to the bottom. We're going to the bottom. Oh, we're going for the bottom. Because okay, the bottom.
2: so PK. All right, PK. Brad Keselowski. Going for the bottom. I say he's, he's going I, on. He's eliminated. I I don't see him moving forward. Unfortunately, yeah, I understand he wants to get a championship for Penske, and he's got that motivation before he leaves Penske to go to Roush. I I don't see it being with the stack of drivers we have. He's he's got good stats, but I just don't I don't see it this year.
1: I don't know. I'd like to see him do it.
0: You said that you see him going on.
1: I
2: see him as no. He's done. I see him going on because I
0: I believe that he's going to want to bring uh, the captain one more championship. And it's a notch in his cap to say, look, I'm leaving. However, I brought you a championship while I was walking out the door. What better way to show a man who essentially gave you a shot in cup series than to bring him a championship as you're walking out the door? Tad, what, I what, mean what's that, the what's his finishes here at these races one what Greg's getting this out? His finishes
2: here. <laughs> At Kansas, or not Kansas, Texas, he averages a 16.9, which is a bit shaky here. Kansas is 11.3, and then Martinsville is 11.2. Average those three, and you get a 13.1, which of the eight drivers, hit fourth, right above his teammate, Joey Logano. But I, being this year... D.K. has been up front, and I respect the guy track we're heading to. I can't see him moving forward here. Right.
0: Most of these these tracks look, Craig, Moore, like they don't go in favor of Brett Kozlowski. And, and and to recent memory, I'm not sure if Brett kozlowski has been relevant in the final four, uh, not in the last three to four seasons. Anyway, I believe once, just like I do with uh, one of the patrons we're going to talk about here in a minute, that all the resources are going to be put to a certain team eventually. And uh, right now we have three drivers from the Penske organization that is uh, uh, that, that, that's, uh, receiving attention in, in this uh, round of eight. And uh, the resources are going to be put at the two drivers that are going to be uh, racing uh, at Penske Racing next season. Now I'm not saying that Brad Keselowski can't pull a feather out of his cap. If any driver... This this could be Brad Keselowski's last chance for a championship, too, I might want to add, And that could... That, I mean, it's hard, man. It's hard when I... Because I, I'm a Keselowski fan. I always have been. He's, uh, he's kind of what made Junior Motorsports what it is today. If Brad Keselowski had not come along... I mean, you just think about the Hall of Fame driver that we talk about in Brad Keselowski. He, he kind of built, built Junior Motorsports into what it is today. He showed... And provided the talent needed uh, to bring junior motorsports to relevance. uh, After you know, kind of a shaky start and beginning. Um, Of course, they were able to land good Cup drivers to race these race cars. uh, But but it was it. Brad Keselowski was the first in-house driver that uh, that uh, you know become successful and you know in my book a future Hall of Famer. So this could be his last chance at a championship, being that he's going to an owner-driver. I don't believe it in his heart he feels that way, which kind of leads me to also say that I believe Keselowski will be eliminated. The odds are stacked against him. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride at Penske. It would be great to see him go out as a champion, uh, as that as he did with Dodge. Uh, it would be great to, uh, to see that, but it's just highly unlikely. I've got to stay with Taz here, Craig. And it's against my better judgment uh, to agree with you more than once in a session. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Mister Drake. If
1: I am right, if I am
0: correct, and he moves on to the final four, I will. Uh, you have to send me an Alabama, a roll tie shirt, and I'll wear it. I'll wear it to. Uh, I'll wear it proudly in South Florida if I'm if I'm wrong. If you're wrong, if you're wrong, oh in South Florida. If I'm wrong, I hear you. okay. Good. That that's that I that, that didn't, that didn't they, the deal didn't make any sense until you said that you were going to wear it in Florida. So that that's great right. because uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see that. Um, okay, so Brad Keselowski has been eliminated. We've eliminated our first two drivers, Taz Taylor. I did not see this happening. But I do like it, so we'll go back up to the top. So, uh, in in that so, second spot right now, he's right. not been the favorite all year long. And what what type of season is this driver having? I, I don't think any of us can pinpoint it. Obviously, it's been uh, uh, it's been a year that Denny Hamlin, two finger two finger Hamlin, <laughs> won't forget. Uh,
2: <laughs> I well, don't know is he championship material. Well, I. I look at it this way for Denny Hamlin. He, if you average, if you average out his, all of his average finishes at these three tracks, he averages second of all eight of these drivers. And uh, with an average finish of a top ten at Kansas, and he's a short back racer. He just needs to look behind it to push through at the finish line. Hamlin is a threat for Martinsville, so I have to say Hamlin is going to be moving forward to the championship and going to try to win, but probably will fail, at Phoenix. Craig.
0: Where for out there, Craig Moore? You're throwing it to me. I'm, I'm losing my Wi-Fi falling band because I had to go outside quick. I'm going to say Hamlin goes on
1: to the final four.
2: All right. So two votes automatically send Hamlin over. Chris, your thoughts? This
0: is uh, this is not the typical year for Hamlin. This has been the first of many things for Hamlin. Uh, sometimes in life you need a little chaos to focus. In other words, I'm a better person when I'm not sitting in the recliner chilling. When I'm being put to the test and I'm having to get something done, I got a bill that needs to be paid, or in most cases where it's just I need to make a little bit of extra because I plan on spending a lot, um, <laughs> you know, you know how it is. So you get you get that little motivation in you and you, and you do better. I think that's exactly the type of the season that Denny Hamlin's having right now. Uh, he's has got outside distractions and similar to Michael Jordan in the in the old uh, ways of uh, of his. Uh, uh, of his idol. Uh, he uses all this for motivation. And so this could very well be Denny Hamlin's year.
2: I've got him going on to the final four without a doubt. All right. All three of us have voted Denny Hamlin. Yep. So next on list, we're going back to the bottom. It's going to be another Penske Ford of Giggles Joey Logano. And my thoughts here are mixed. And uh, When I was trying to figure out my fourth driver to move on to the final four, I had him circled as a possible option. And my reasoning is because we all know that once BK leaves Penske, the flagship is going to fall into Joey Logano, right? Yes, in the long-term deal, we're going to go, we see it in Ryan Blaney. But Joey Logano is going to be the flagship guy for Penske after BK leaves at the conclusion of this season. Jo- and Joe has time and time again, proved himself to be the guy that sneaks in while nobody's talking about him. And he's been that guy once again this year. In, my, in, my, in, in what exactly. I have seen. And mm-hmm. we have seen how dangerous he can be in the round of eight. And being that... He's very close to the cutoff line as point standings right now. He's, he's won at Martinsville before, so he's a potential threat there. I, Joey Logano, although he lacked at Kansas, he could make up for it in Texas. And so, I have Joey Logano sneakily moving forward. Into the round of four.
0: Y'all want me to go in the so, middle, and I just refuse to. Craig Moore, it's you. Joey Logano, I have him going out. I have him going out. I don't think he'll be able to hold his. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to hold his laster. I think he's going to giggle right into uh, elimination. I didn't see that coming. I really thought this was going to be another one that we all kind of agreed with. As as, as you, you nailed it, he is the flagship of the of the Pinsky organization. All resources are going to be uh, put into Joey Logano to bring a, another championship. Um, Ryan Blaney, I think, will be able to hang on, but I don't believe he's uh, – well, I, I don't want to open that Pandora's box yet because that would kind of uh, end the show there. Uh, but uh, I definitely see Joey Logano uh, moving on. He is in my final four. All right. So
2: two of the three have voted Mr. Joey Giggle Logano to be going to the round of four.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't see him if he don't
1: make the round of four. He'll be giggling. <laughs> <laughs>
2: next up Next up on the list Back up to the top The T-Rex man Mr. Martin Truex Jr. He Honestly uh,
1: Listening to his interview after the Robles
2: He
0: sounded like his teammate Kyle Bush Bitching about his team
2: And Truex We've seen him Work at Short track. I'm one of the top guys at short track, so Martinsville is going to be one we're going to keep an eye out for him. My concern at the moment is going to be the first two races. While he does average finish 13.6 and 13th at Texas and Kansas, respectively, it was a tough one to circle. He was one to circle if, he, if I was going to move him forward or Say bye bye. Um, there's a couple drivers I eliminated right off the bat, and a couple drivers I immediately moved forward. And in strong discussions of moving forward versus eliminating, I have I'm going with my gut, and I'm putting Trex into the final four.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, Craig. Uh, Chris, it sounds like you're getting ready to agree with Paz. Um, but I don't think so. I don't know what problems they're having over on the 19 team. But it sounds like they've got the problems Kyle Bush had for a while. And they can't seem to get anything right. And if they don't get it right, I'm sorry, I don't see them making it to the Final Four. I don't see him being a two-time champion.
2: Ooh, Chris. This is the at
0: context. The right again. Right, and this is where I like to be because, you, you know, you, you just never know what I'm going to say. But I want to reiterate that we have voted Joey Logano in. We have voted Denny Hamlin out. We have eliminated no, Kyle Hamlin, Larson. Hamlin,
2: no, Hamlin and Logano are in. Larson and BK are out. Larson and BK have been voted
0: out. Martin Truex Jr. Does Joe Gibbs have a driver that will represent in the final four? That's the question here because there's only two more spots open. So there's, 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 you know, that, this is somebody's going to get eliminated here. Uh, Hendrick only has two drivers, right? Two drivers that are that we're, we're representing the chase uh, and now um, in the eighth uh Penske has three drivers right uh, Ryan Blaney Brett Kowitzki Joey Logano, and um, what's the other team that, that that's represented Joe Gibbs with Denny it's Hamlin it's
2: Gibbs Penske and Hendrick
0: right okay Denny Hamlin and 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 Martin Jones Jr. and Kyle Busch we put Denny Hamlin in and so, with that being said, by, by process of elimination, I have Martin Truex Jr. on the outside, just barely looking in. It's going to take a win to get you in. And unless he, unless you know, unless they find something that I don't, just don't see right now, I don't see Joe Gibbs getting two race cars in to the Final Four. So, I'm going to put Martin Truex Jr. just on the outside. This is a... This is what this is a William Byron moment of last of the last round. Well, you just really don't know what what you're going to get out of this, and I'm just not confident that uh, that Martin Truex Jr. They've not showed consistency all year. They've not been that guy. And what I mean by that is, we know for a couple of years Martin Truex Jr. Was what he was that guy. He was there. He he was he was one two. Uh, remember the big three. So like the yeah. consistency of the three was Martin Truex Jr. Right? Okay, so that's not there this year. That's not there. So I cannot have him uh, in my final four. I've got to agree with Craig on this one, Taz.
1: That's twice uh, in one show.
0: Once again, the, you know this is this is a first, man. Uh, this is a first. I've never agreed with Craig twice in the same show. Uh, somebody check my temperature.
1: I may be having right. a heart attack
0: from that, uh, that stand I pulled earlier this, like,
2: Earlier today. I don't so, know. I've mean, been having chest pains ever since. This is where things start to slice and dice, because now we're down to three drivers. With two spots left, we'll go back to the bottom. We have another Hendrick guy, the second Hendrick guy, that's the Mr. Wishing Kevin Harvick a merry off-season and a happy Christmas. Chase Elliott. Now, let's, let's get to this one here because this is where the tides are going to turn. Average finish at Texas, 12. Average finish at 10.5 at Kansas, 13.5 at Martinsville. Average those three, and he tops all eight drivers in average finish of these three tracks with a 12.0. Chase, and
0: and if he does that, he will make the next round.
2: And I have to say, Chase Elliott. Well, he's the defending champion. You better live up to that pressure. But I, if my eyes, I gotta move him forward.
1: Go ahead, Chris. No,
0: no, no, Craig. No, I let you have the first one, and, and you, and and we should just end of the show after that because, man, you agreed. On the very first one, so I, I can't put ourselves in that position here. Please tell me, please tell me something good. Tell me something good, Craig Moore.
1: Well, as much,
0: I I think he'll make it as long as they set Harvick for the rest of the season. If they don't set Harvick, wow. if Harvick gets to him, if Harvin gets if Harvick gets the chance to get to him, Chase will not make the not make the final. I don't blame point. him. I don't blame him. I really don't. Like if Kevin Harvick went out there and wrecked Chase Elliott two races in a row, I know it would cost Kevin Harvick his season. But hey, you know what? He would get goes go a little bit more. Hey, when you get to that age where Kevin Harvick is, <laughs> you just call it a vacation, baby. Uh, and early out, you know what I mean. It's like, hey, you know, who cares if I get? Tea? You know, I'm sure Bush would not be very happy. I'm sure the sponsors would not be very happy. But you know, hey, Kevin Harvey's at that age where his give a shit may not really uh, uh, be there. So uh, I agree with you, Craig. Um, uh, but uh, th- so, do you have Chase Elliott being eliminated, or do you have him moving on to uh, the, the the final four? I have him moving on, uh, oh, but God. barely. But barely. Now here's where, All right. here's where I could act stupid and just try to make a bunch of ratings that we know we're not going to have anyway. So I mean, you know, I hate to put it this. I hate to put it in an unanimous decision. I almost want to argue it, but you can't argue facts. And facts are these are some of th- th- these are three great tracks that. Uh, that <laughs> he likes to, you know, he's really good at these tracks, there. at least he's given what he's needed uh, with Hendrick. We've eliminated Larson. We already said all the resources were dumped into Chase uh, from this point forward. Um, it's hard to eliminate him, and it wouldn't matter if I tried to anyway because Craig Moore was not going to he, he wasn't going to come on here and eliminate Chase Elliott. I, I mean, I don't blame him. I wish he would have kind of played that bad cop, good cop that way. My segment would have been a little bit more – Interesting, but hey,
1: you know,
0: this is is honesty from all three of us. And that's what's so great about this little roundtable. I think we've kicked it off better than anybody because we've been true to ourselves and true to what we believe. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. We voted Harvick off. We were right. Okay. That, That was a moment where we had to be like, okay, guys, what are we really doing here? Like, we're really eliminating Kevin Harvick. Well, look at the disastrous freaking season he's had. This is a moment where you say, Look at the season he Chase Elliott's had. Let's put him in. So he's in, you know. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it. It's an unanimous decision. Chase Elliott, as much as I want everywhere. Uh, you no, know, you know,
2: I can't I gotta go small. All right. So now we're down to two drivers. One spot. Brian Blaney and Kyle Bush. I had both of these both of these guys eliminated, okay. and if I had to move one forward, yeah, me too. Out of those two, I'm not going to argue this one at all, but I have to go with experience. First. I have to go with experience here, and that's unfortunately going to be Kyle Bush.
1: Wow. I don't
0: know, man.
2: I I don't, I don't know if she will have enough juice <laughs> to put all three cars into the final four.
0: Well,
1: I think it will be cool. a...
0: Well, listen, if Bush doesn't make it, I guarantee you that it will be all of the pit crew's fault. Kyle Busch will shoulder no blame in the fact that he drove a shitty race. Oh. And
2: who? Hold on, who's who gives right hand man? Who does give too? Oh, what?
0: What is going on here? Is it complete chaos now? Is the world burning? What is going on? Can somebody stop this ringing in my ears? What did you say, Craig? <laughs> you heard me. If he does not advance, it will not be Kyle Busch's fault. He will blame his team. If you ever notice, he does not take blame for anything.
1: It's always his stick to That means
0: you're eliminating Kyle Busch and you're putting in Ryan Blaney.
1: Correct.
2: What? No. I'm sorry. Ryan Blaney. Uh, right, I think this is the furthest Ryan Blaney's gotten and I don't think he's gonna have a shot of tasting the final four at all this round.
0: Oh so it's left into me. It's left into moi to to kick who the final four guy who the final fourth guy is, right? Is it gonna be Kyle sh Bushy wish wish for Or is it going to be Ryan Blaney? The uh the is he like the wish of Amazon with Chase Elliott? Like those two guys really look a lot alike? Um, or is he the real deal? I mean, what is he the real deal in Or is he the Chase Elliott lookalike guy? Who is Ryan Blaney? Do you know what, guys? Believe, I'm going to shock the hell out of you. Th- I
2: this is the most successful year Ryan Blaney has had in this Cup Series. Uh, career so far. But at the point where you're, at, you're, you're coming down to a young experience and who's going to be the one moving forward. I, I had to go with experience versus the young guy. I could... Like I said, I had both of these guys eliminated, but if I had to choose which one of these two move forward, I'm going with experience, unfortunately. The guy who's been there. The guy who's been there before.
0: Wow, It's all... Talking over each other kills everyone's down. Uh, okay. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Uh as we show our excitement. Uh because I've yet to pick who the and I, I wanna argue both sides. Uh, Kyle Bush definitely has the experience. Uh he can definitely win at any of these tracks coming up. Uh let's look at the horsepower package at the mile and a half speedways real quick, Taz. Do we have those stats? What is is Kyle Busch doing at these mile-and-a-half speedways? What's Joe Gibbs Racing doing at these mile-and-a-half speedways? Because somebody, one team, is going to have two drivers representing in the chase. And that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be dangerous. As Baker Mayfield says, he
1: feels dangerous.
2: So, average finish for these two. We'll start with Kyle Busch, since he's been more of the talk than Ryan Blaney. Kyle Busch, 11th at Texas. 15.1 at Kansas, and a 12.1 at Martinsville, which averages out to a 12.7 in the round. Ryan Blaney, 17.3 at Texas, 15.8 at Kansas, 10.7 at Martinsville, which averages out to be a 14.6 in the round. Yeah,
0: Yeah. stats say it all, man. As much as I want to go, here's the only thing that's holding me up with Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney has Brad Keselowski's crew from last year. So these guys know, obviously, how to get somebody deeper into the playoffs. Now, statistics show that Brad Keselowski was not very good at these tracks, uh, statistically, over the last several years. So when you're giving a 12.7, you say Chase is the favorite at these tracks with a 12.0, you're still in that 12 bracket right there, which is really – you know, you got three races. That that's that's fairly close. That that's uh that's almost you know, basically a point and a half uh difference at each track behind Chase Elliott. So it would be almost ridiculous for me to pick anybody but Kyle Bush. As much as I hammer and him, as much as uh we talk crap about Kyle Bush, uh stats and where we're sitting right now. It's funny that both of you guys had this had these two people eliminated. And now you're having to choose one of them to put in. Um, that's the beauty of this show right here, and, and it's, uh, it's a testament to how uh, you put three minds together and you come out with a completely different product than what you would have if if you had done this on your own. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put Kyle Busch in. I'm putting Kyle Bush in that four spot.
2: All right. So as a team collectively, we have put together. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano, your final four. Going to Phoenix. Now, to close the show, or well, not the entire show, but close the Facebook show, let's reveal our personal final four. My final four was Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Martin Trix Jr., Actually, no, not Martin Trucks Jr. It was Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano. Those were my final four.
0: All right, hold on one minute. Let me get back to this draft. I Martin Trucks Jr. It. Martin. Martin.
2: Martin Tricks, Jr. was number five on my list. You guys eliminated Larson, so I had to throw him in.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess my own personal list would have probably – if I if I did not have this show as a discussion, and I really just chose off the top of my head, I would probably have Larson, Elliott, uh Logano and uh Truix as the as the four. Um, but that's just how the show rolls. It would be a toss up between Truix and, and Hamlin. I think I'd probably go with Hamlin though. Over Truex, I think about it. But I didn't. I did not I did not tie myself to something. That uh, I didn't know how the outcome was going to go. I wanted I wanted to get you guys as uh, as often awesome as that sounds. Like I really wanted to get y'all's perspective on things on how I would decide those final four because uh, I do believe three minds are better. It, it, that's what it showed me in each of these in each of these uh, collective agreements uh, that uh, three minds are stronger than just one. And we were able to pretty much stay on point with each of the eliminations. by by missing it by two two out of Two out of how many we eliminated already? Um, eight. Two out of so. Those are pretty. That's that's six out of eight. If I was batting uh, in the World Series, uh, I definitely would uh, make my coach very really happy with those stats. So um, there it is. You know, I mean, do I think that Ron Blaney has a shot? I think anybody in this final round of eight has a shot. We've got to go race the races to see what happens, right? And if we're completely oh Well, here's another. Here's another caveat. Some of these I here's who I had eliminated. I had Blaney Legano, Truex Jr., and Bush eliminated. Yeah. That is who I had eliminated. Did you say to no, cap- your you're voting Let's say that again. When you voted, did, did you say to that? I mean, was that was that who you? It doesn't matter. No, it's not. It's not because after I listened to um, the both of you, I because uh, remember I said that Larson would not go on, and you and I agreed on that. So who I mentioned was who I who I had eliminated. Now here's the caveat to that. Let's say somebody that's not in the top four, top eight win that throws a monkey wrench into everything else very true so it happened
1: before you know
0: and it's right it has happened before so with that being said one of these guys one of these four that we have picked has to win at least one one of these four has to at least win one um, and Larson's got to get wrecked to stay true to what you and I picked. So again, the people that I had going out were Blamey, Giggles, uh, the, the monster there, Martin Truex, and uh, the Candyman himself. I'm sure that's not going to endear myself to uh, Mr. CJ Sports, but it
1: is what it is.
0: I would love to see. But I mean around. it. D- Final Four. He's he's my he's my underdog pick. Um, to see you know I I can't wait to see how that story plays out. I, I hope that it's a fairy tale ending uh, for Keselowski, at Finski. We just all kind of know that that's probably not the way it's going to play out. But uh, that was a right. great segment, guys. And I'm I'm confident in the three minds that we put together uh, that this is going to be a lot of what it looks like. Uh, in that at, at that race at Phoenix and uh, I appreciate the uh, the diligence that everybody puts into that in the uh, the amount of thought I mean we, we take each opinion for what it truly is and to know that we can sway each other uh, reminds me of uh, 12 angry men if that doesn't uh, throw you a curveball how old me and Craig Moore are right yeah well you know I'm the grandfather of the group so and I don't have any grandchildren, but I am the grand age-wise. I am the grandfather of the group. I did look for Taz today at Walmart while we were there, and and uh, to tell him, you know, to say hello to him and to congratulate him as him and his uh, him and his wonderful girlfriend are expecting a bouncing baby girl uh, next year. So, congratulations, Red. Fred. um so uh we've got Texas in the uh in the GPS we'll be headed to Texas for the next race um this is uh a racetrack track that's been known to throw a wrench in the bucket uh this really it's hard to you know it seems like Texas has its favorites right uh so you never know who's uh, going to be um, good job on figuring that out. Ms. Lee said that the roundtable was awesome. We appreciate that, Ms. Lee. Getting that kind of feedback is uh, what we need to hear. Um, so, you know, uh, do we – oh, wait a minute. Before we get to that end, because I believe that's going to be like the final couple of minutes of the show, we do have a couple more segments left. One of them is a tweet. I hope that some of y'all helped me this week on toaster Tweets. I wasn't able to uh, uh, come across as many as what I normally have. Uh, I, I had a
2: couple.
1: Uh, okay, great, great.
2: So we've got, I know have got I'm a couple Lee, to work and, with. And I know,
1: uh, I know
2: uh, Mrs. Lee came up with a couple.
1: Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, first, I want let's get to the fan question, of course, by Ms. Rebecca uh, Sears. Uh she submitted a question. I'll read it to you guys, and we'll answer it from there. Hi, Chris. I have a couple of follow-up questions from the past weeks. as we talked about our car colors and tracks. First one, when folks are taking driving lessons for their license, the car posts a student driver sign to let people know to watch out. Is there anything special put on a race car indicating a rookie driver? Might be a good idea. Second, tracks are dirt, concrete, or asphalt, right? I was told that there was one made of bricks. Is that true? As always, thank you for your time in answering my question. She was easy on on us this week, guys. Um, I I feel like both of you may be capable of answering this question, but just in case Craig has already took uh, his nighttime medicine, Taz, we're going to see if you... No, I have not. I am still here. I don't have to be. I don't have to be to work, work till seven tomorrow, so we're good.
1: <laughs> but to yes, to answer,
0: answer Miss Rebecca's question, the, the the rookie drivers do have uh, an indicator on their cars. Personally, I think the damn thing should be made of bubble wrap so people bounce right off of them. Um, but they this do have all two race stripes. Race cars are made out of bubble wrap.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Um they do have yellow stripes at the bottom of their uh bumpers. Where the, the rear bumpers bumper. would be. The rear bumpers, that indicates that they are a rookie. Uh they're called rookie stripes. Honestly, I think there should be a way to put them in the front as well. Um so that way when they're coming up on you, you don't expect them to do anything smart and you can somehow or when when they're coming up on you uh from behind you can Figure out a way, if possible, to get out of their way. Um, oh,
1: no, 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 I no, mean,
0: no, Craig. I'm going to correct you on this one. I'm going to correct you on this one with the rookie stripes because I'm going to I'm going to throw a little mind blow in there uh, when 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 you're ready. Oh no, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. But no, yes, there yeah. are rookie stripes on the back bumpers of the cars. And you're you ready for the mind blowing moment. Okay. Do you remember yep. back a couple of years ago, one of the drivers, a Cup driver, went and raced Road America?
1: No. I'm trying to think of
0: who that driver was. Now, I can't think of who the driver is right now. And my mind wanted to say Carl Edwards, but I don't believe it went that far back. But a driver, a Cup driver, went and raced Road America, which is typically an Xfinity series or truck series racetrack. Cup racers don't race at Road America, so. Technically, by the rule book, since that driver had never raced at Road America, he was considered a what? Rookie. He was considered a rookie and had to wear the yellow stripe on the back of his race car throughout the entire race. That doesn't make any sense. It's not designated on the track of whether or not that driver has had experience there at that racetrack. So so it's a little bit of a little bit of a twist and turn there uh, to answer that question. Which is what I love about Miss Rebecca's uh, fan question is because a lot of times it seems like a really easy answer, but we know NASCAR. NASCAR's not for smart people. What no way it is for smart people, but there's a lot of technicality in the how things are worded and how things are presented uh they're in the rule book. But now she has another question. She heard that there may be a track that uh that has a has a brick uh surface. That's oh. a little bit fetched, but we'll this is why you want that
2: you want to hit that end of the question. That that is an old track. Um well not really old but uh I believe Indianapolis used to be a brick track before they paved it. And only the start-finish line is just of bricks, if I remember right.
1: Correct. Right.
0: Right. The start-finish line is left in the bricks of the original racetrack. The racetrack was constructed, I believe, in 1904, and uh, it was constructed in brick. Um, If you go back to the old cities and towns, you'll find out that roads, uh, before the invention of concrete, uh, was uh, was basically a, a brick road. We actually have one in our city uh, of Meridian. Uh, there is a an original brick laid road uh, that has been refurbished, I guess, re- revitalized, and uh, that brick road is 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 uh, accessible now. Uh, so Br- the brickyard, that is where the name brickyard comes from. That is at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, that's why a lot of fans were upset that it wasn't technically the Brickyard uh, at Indianapolis Speedway because the Brickyard, of course, was on the oval. And the last time that we were at Indianapolis, we used a a road course there. Uh, so, but the, the reason why they call it Brickyard is because uh, the front, uh, the start finish line is made of bricks, which was the original construction of the racetrack and. I believe Jeff Gordon was the very first person to win the race at the Brickyard uh, in 1994,
1: okay? Right, and Senior won it in 95.
0: 95, but everybody kisses the Bricks when they win at the Brickyard, and that tradition was not started until 1996 by none other than Dale Jarrett and crew chief Todd Parrott. They kissed the bricks. They were the very first ones. So when you hear the term "kiss the bricks," nor Dale Earnhardt nor Jeff Gordon were the original ones to start that tradition. It was actually started by the '88 team: Robert Yates Racing team, Todd Parrott, <coughs> and Dale J Oh wow, what a hell of a question! Thank you, Miss Rebecca. That was awesome. Thank you to uh, Taz and Craig Moore for helping me tackle uh, that question. If you know, if we find out that there is a uh re- okay, so there was a racetrack over in Georgia. Uh somebody can maybe help me on this one. It was the original it was original racetrack, I believe it was in Swainsboro, Georgia, maybe. Maybe it was uh I thought maybe I'm not sure I'm reaching here, but it was an oiled racetrack. An oiled racetrack. And how that you go back and you, you just type in Google Oiled Racetrack Georgia, boom, it should pop up. Scott Bloomquist uh, uh, has uh, uh, been known to, to, he he raced there, Billy Moyer Jr. uh, raced there. Uh, It was a track that uh, I believe is no longer commissioned. It's been reconfigured, resurfaced, or something to that matter. But anyway, it's a very, very racy racetrack. It was the type of uh, soil that was there, and in order to get any real, uh, Tracks, so They went out there and laid oil on the racetrack, and it was made it super, super, duper fast. So, uh, racetracks, such, such an interesting, fun thing to talk about. It's, it's why I Lost Speedways is so awesome with that Dale Junior uh, series. Also, since we're talking about Dale Junior, I can't go an episode without talking about door bumper clear guys. They they changed my life. The spotter's perspective you just never would believe. Like you think racing's all about the crew chief and about the driver. There's so much more into it. Door bumper clear. Check it out. Freddie Kraft, Brett Griffin, uh, Casey and uh Jason Schultz it's funny, Jason and I come from Rant Sports. We we were writers for Rant Sports. Uh we never really made contact with each other, but we had the same outlet and now he's working for Dale Junior. Isn't that completely cool? Uh so he, he got the opportunity that we were both fishing for. Um uh but uh in uh there's another guy as well. oh yeah, T J Majors. T J Majors is uh there on in that uh, group as well. So big shout out to my favorite podcast, Global Bumps Clear. Um but uh so I guess that will leave us with toasted tweets. Our favorite almost over the show's almost over subject. Um
2: you said that
0: you had a couple of toasted tweets.
1: There, <laughs>
0: jazz uh Hey man,
2: let's see. If, if if it's not funny, we won't laugh. You know, go ahead. Well, this comes in reply to Chase Elliott's actual account. Uh, this one is from J at JI seven one one. It says, "Pay no attention to the senior citizen Kevin Harvick for the rest of the season. After all, he's at the point in racing career where memories are starting to get hazy." So he probably wasn't fully aware of what actually happened at Bristol. Hashtag sky nine. Hashtag NASCAR playoffs.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, uh, a good The
2: other one I had was at near, uh, I guess near two. Is that how you pronounce it? S-I-O-U-X. Uh, they said, I don't know who is the main sponsor for Chase Elliott next week, but there better be a Christmas tree on the hood and Santa, and Santa on the pit box. And it's got <laughs> the hashtag Merry Off Season, hashtag Happy Christmas, hashtag nascara Playoffs, hashtag Robo 400.
0: If you go to Chase Elliott's merchandise trailer right now, our El-
2: I think we lost Chris again.
0: Yeah, we did. I heard that they already came up with shirts for that.
2: Yeah, you can pre-order sweatshirts and shirts of Merry, uh, off Season, and a Happy Christmas. And there's a lot of uh, images going around of Christmas cards and such. Um, I think it I would be the, brilliant for the, the Christmas
0: mer- tree shop.
2: Hold I'm on, guys. Mer- I'm loving the merchandise. I, I died of laughter with that one. I thought that was great.
0: I think it would be phenomenal if the Christmas tree shop jumped on for a race before the end of the season.
2: Sign me up.
0: I I just think that would be hilarious. Do we have Chris back?
2: Hey, yes, I'm back.
0: All right. Go ahead, Chris. What were you going to say? Bugged out in the middle of a conversation. It normally does that after two hours, but... That's the first time it's done it like that. Uh, that's really weird. <clears throat> and my TV went off at the same time, David, That's crazy. Wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so I guess it's my turn. I did have a comment to what uh, what he what said, but unfortunately, with this weird uh, series of events, I uh, I completely missed what what was the what was the tweet?
2: Which one? The, the last one. My second. You my second one. Yes. All right. So I'll repeat my second one. It was at
0: New okay, Year's. Okay, never mind. I remember two. now. I remember now. If you go to the merchandise on NASCAR.com for Chase Elliott, you'll see that they already have these T-shirts and postcards uh, ready to sell. It's funny that you say that. So those
2: are your two. Do you have a third one? Uh, no, Miss Lee has a couple though. Uh, one was a Christmas card of Kevin Harvick wrapped at Charlotte says Happy off season and Merry Christmas with a nice Christmas tree on the front of his car, of Harvick's car that is. And it says My Chase Elliott themed Christmas cards for the year. Um, and then she sh- she sh- she shared us one from Dawsonville Pool Room on Twitter. Christmas tree emoji, hand-waving emoji, at Kevin Harvick, at storehouse raising, hashtag DI9, hashtag NASCAR playoffs. And it's a picture of hospital Pool Room, and their billboard lovely says, Elliot's eight, Charlotte Roval, hashtag Charlotte Roval. Number four, have a merry off-season and a happy Christmas. Awesome.
0: All right, well, I've got a couple of toasted tweets to share with you guys as well. Um, let's start with Joe Duvall, uh at Joe deval 91 This is more of a, a toasted tweet, if you shall say. I consider myself a race fan, but I don't have anything on people who can sit and will sit in the stands and watch a race that might not get over until 3 or 4 a.m. Those fine folks are real race fans. Much respect to you. I'm in the all-nighter club. We race till daylight. At Watkins Motorsports Park twice, uh, that is the most uh, unimaginable experience that you'll ever have at a racetrack. Okay, so my next, uh, my next one is a toasted tweet. It's by Matthew Weaver at J Matt Weaver. Uh, do truckers get something out of side each other on the interstate for thirty minutes with a full field trying to wad up a big one behind them? Is there some phenomenon that causes two semis to lock together in place? I think we've all Uh, been in that situation where we were stuck in between behind two trucks that were drag racing up a hill at 63 miles an hour. Um, So if you don't find that to be funny, then I don't know what planet you live on. Cup Series teams, oh, never mind, sorry. Dear NASCAR, you know it's going to be a good one when it starts out this way. Dear NASCAR, at NASCAR on Fox, at NASCAR on NBC, at Steve Phelps, I'm not sure if you guys ever read Twitter, Facebook, any NASCAR fan, really, most true fans hate the 550 package, but you're using it on the next gen next year. We don't like manufactured excitement. Okay. So that's why WWE is still around, because we don't like manufactured. Okay. So uh, just to add to that real quick, let me uh, give you a statement. Cup Series teams received the twenty two twenty two rules package on October 1st. For road course and short tracks, it will be 670 horsepower. For in, intermediate, it's 550 horsepower with an 8-inch spoiler. Super speed weight is still to be determined. So that that's kind of an answer to that toaster tweet, if we did not already explain that. I know we didn't. We missed that uh, during the whole show. So it's good to be able to plug that in there at the last minute. Um I don't know if you guys heard Kyle Busch's post-race interview, but uh, in quotations at Kyle Busch, the four was uh, was about running over everybody. He wasn't making any friends out there today. There's some dirty dudes out there. That is coming from Kyle Busch, a toasted tweet there, so to speak. It was more of a quote, but it was put in out on a tweet. So our very last toasted tweet of the night has to. It's not a Rick Ware believe it or not. NASCAR must really be doing something right on this 550 horsepower because this is the second, third toasted tweet that we've had about this ugly. The 550 horsepower sucks, y'all. This is coming from Stephen Lauren, Taylor Harris. Obviously, if you have to share your wife's uh, Facebook or Twitter with you, then there is something wrong in your relationship, brother. You need to get that shit straight. Okay, get it checked out. Uh, You know, that's just, you know, uh, come on, man. Uh, but anyway, the, and then you're gonna get on here and cry like Karen. The five, <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, her mother is proud. The five, <laughs> the 550 horsepower sucks. Why doesn't NASCAR listen to the fans about that? The fans hate it, drivers hate it, but NASCAR's too blind to see that. 750 horse at all tracks. Come on, NASCAR, showing the cars. Slowing the cars down doesn't make for better racing. I tend to disagree. We feel like better. The toasted tweet is the way I read it.
2: it it's
1: a, somebody got crazy around here, man. God. you are,
2: are killing uh, I, feel like the, I feel like all this package stuff is just... I don't know. It's a touchy subject. It's like, I understand you have to have a certain package for a certain tracks, and you have to have another package for a certain tracks. I'm just like, can you just put one package and set the same car up for whatever track you go to?
0: I agree. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Did different have- packages for different tracks. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, thought I, I, I agree with you, on- all that I
0: thought we were going to be back to the old NASCAR with this next gen. But obviously, they're going to... Keep throwing wrenches in the buckets as we get ready to bring out the uh, the electric motors. So uh, NASCAR will be going electric here in a couple of years, whether it's full electric or just uh, hybrid electric, is yet to be determined or foreseen. Uh, if we went completely all, I believe with the with the uh, change of the tires, the the lug nuts, it's going. To, we're going to go all electric, guys. We're going to completely eliminate. Fuel stops altogether. As F1 has said, they don't they don't stop the fuel because it's too dangerous. This is a way to completely eliminate that. Even though I can't remember a pit fire and I don't know when uh, because of a gas can spill or something. But anyway, um, uh, fire on race they did show up under Kevin Harvick's hood though, so I, I don't know. But it's not like nobody's uh, little segways ever caught on fire, right? Uh, but anyway. Um, Dawsonville, Miss Lee said Dawsonville Pool Room has been pretty awesome. Toast and to
1: treat. Uh, I don't
0: want to give them any more attention than they already have. I've already called out the Dawsonville Pool Room. I've been there, guys. I've actually been there, and I probably would not ever step foot in there again after the comments that I made earlier in the show. There's probably a bounty out on my head. If you didn't get that part of it, maybe you should go back and listen to the first ten minutes of the show. Uh, but I probably would not ever be welcomed in the Dawsonville pool hall. Again, as a matter of fact, let's get that on TikTok somehow. Let's, let's, let's take advantage of my stupidness and see if we can't get famous off of it. Let's get that on TikTok and see. I've never done anything on TikTok, but I believe that segment right there would uh, get Race Chat Live on the map. Uh, but Who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe two people would listen to it so but anyway. You know what? Let's I'll about see this. if I can I'll see if I can piece it together and edit it. Um and then I'll throw up a picture of you, the logo, me and Taz and uh we'll see if we can't get it uh we can't get it done and I'll I'll hashtag Dawsonville Pool Hall. Oh yeah, I would love for you to do that. I would love to get I would love to call the guys out over there. Um,
1: as they smoke
0: their smokestacks and think that their driver's the best ever since Dale Earnhardt. But anyway, so we're going to Texas with cowboy hats and, and uh and uh, uh 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 revolvers. Bang bang. It's Eddie Gossage is it's, it's Eddie Gossage's last uh last race as the uh as the man behind uh Texas Motor Speedway. Um you guys, what are your thoughts on what well, we got coming up here with the Xfinity and the Cup Series? I think we're in store for a hell of a weekend. I think I think Gossage is going to go out. Yeah. He's going to go out. Uh, he's going to try to go out big. Um, it won't be as big. It might be bigger than the Giants lost to the Cowgirls this past weekend. So uh, it might be as bad as it might be as bad as Roll Tide losing losing eighty. Uh, oh.
2: On, I don't know man. Texas. Shot. Texas is one of those iffy mile and a half tracks. I feel like a lot will go down, but at the same time, I I think we're it's gonna get. It's not a Charlotte uh,
0: mile and a half racetrack, though. Texas is a is more of a Chicago land and homestead mile and a half speedway. It's it's, definitely not a Charlotte or a Kansas type
2: speedway. I per I personally believe that. In a sense, it's going to be a snooze fest, but at the same time, we could see excitement being that it's a playoff race. I, I don't know. Anything can happen here. Obviously, it's the playoffs. It's the round of eight kickoff. Um, there's a lot of threats for this one. Yeah, I think this
0: is where you really roll the dice, and you and you wreck a son of a bitch, right? <laughs> right. I mean. It's, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. it's... It's two hundred and ten it's two hundred and five miles an hour through the corner. Uh but uh, you know, if you want a chance of being in that final four, you him a bitch. And you start you put yourself in position early because there's no guarantee in the next two races. So if I'm a Keslowski or a Logano or even a Blaney there as I'm knocking on the uh, on the door of the uh, being behind the grade. I I'm putting I'm pushing it. I am moving over a Denny Hamlin or a Chase Elliott. Or you know uh, possibly a Kyle bush I'm moving those guys over and make, making my way through here because I'm going to get to the final four if I'm Kevlowski, I'm taking the I'm going into in into the pack me in the ass facility and I'm moving somebody you know i I'm picking out the biggest guy there that way I'm protecting myself for later on. Yeah, all I'm right. Good, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, you better take chances. So yeah, and that's I mean, you, it, so many times we've seen the first race of the elimination back when the first of the first you know of the round, the first race back to the next round. Those have been fairly quiet races. This is not the time. This is the time to make this the exciting race, so that you have something to bring to the table at Martinsville. If you don't make a move now you're not going to have a chance to make that move at Martinsville. Guys, you can't disagree with that.
2: I I would have to say you have to move, you have to make your move now, but if they don't, Kansas is going to be the thriller, and I honestly think Kansas might put on a better race than Texas. I, that's my thoughts on that one.
0: Well, I don't think you'll see a better pre-show than you will at Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. I think the racing, I think, I think, uh, think Miss Lee said it. I think it's going to be a follow the leaders news fest, but I'm going to go on the limb here. If we're getting ready to do picks, I don't know if we're at that point yet, but I'm going to go with somebody that I went with earlier. And that's what Keselowski I think he's gonna I think he's gonna pull off the upset this weekend.
1: But that puts
0: Kevinowski into the final four. Well, I didn't have him I didn't have him not going to the final four.
1: Ah touche. Touche my friend.
0: But I said if somebody outside of the four that we pick wins it, it throws everything else. Swear, you, know, you, you remember? It made a lot of sense, Craig. You, you know, once again, man, you you make a lot of sense here. Keselowski, I can see him with the with the with the revolvers and the cowboy hat. I really can. Like in that big, he has uh, nothing to lose. has yeah, nothing to lose, man. You're going to see drivers that have nothing to lose take the biggest chances this weekend. Why? Because again, they got nothing to lose. They're going to do wow. something. Even the ones that aren't in the chase any longer, you're going to see them take chances. Why? Because it's good for business.
1: Did Ms. Lee
0: give us her final four?
1: I don't think so. so. Topic, yeah,
0: it doesn't matter the top Everybody wants that final checkered flag. Why? Because it pays the most. Not always, but it pays. It it's a bigger. It helps. Let's put it that way. Right.
2: I remember back in the day, real
0: quick. I remember back in the day, I was looking at the paper on Monday morning, and it would have the finishing order, and it would have Dale Earnhardt winner, two hundred and or one hundred and ninety thousand. And then the 10th place guy, Rusty Wallace, at 250000 And I offered one, often wondered why, because there was contingency money involved. So we're going to see people, as I said, take chances this weekend that they wouldn't normally take because they have nothing to lose. Kevin Harvick could be one of them. You know, nothing to lose, everything to gain. So yes, I'm going with Brad Kate as my pick to win this weekend. I mean that's that's a strong pick. What about your Xfinity pick this more? I'm gonna go with AJ Allmendinger uh, until dangerous. he proves until he proves different, like he gets COVID or some some shit like that, and he has to sit out. Unless he gets the Jimmy Johnson waiver. Yeah, I don't see how that could help him. Um I guess I'll put my picks in. Uh, when it comes to cup,
1: yeah, Jimmy yeah, Hamilton,
0: like, man, I mean that I guy. I, I don't, I don't just expect him to win. Uh, and Martinsville, I, I expect him to win two out of three. I, I do. I expect him to roll into Texas, uh, guns a blazing. Uh, this is his chance to prove to everybody that he's capable of winning a championship. And uh, we've seen so many times before Denny Hamlin have an awesome first half of the season. He had a tre- treacherous first half of the season. Uh, most of the time he's rolled in as a favorite going into the playoffs as the, as the uh, um, as a champion. I think he's made probably three out of the last four championships uh, to the final four. Of course, we have him. Penciled in here as well. One of the best. This guy guy's one of the best at these tracks coming up. Denny Hamlin. I'm by no means ashamed to think that Denny Hamlin will be sitting in victory lane uh, this weekend in Texas. Uh, but on the on the Cup, I mean, on the Xfinity side, um, you know, on the AJ Almendinger train, I'm going to make sure that we don't all get tied up with him uh, with this one. Fina- I've got to go with Justin Algier. Uh This is. Yeah, this is gonna be a time to grind and uh, I think Little Gator is uh, gonna step up to the plate and he's gonna he's gonna secure that win at uh at Texas Motor Speedway and uh secure himself into the final four of the Xfinity Championship series uh, as well. So uh those are my two picks, man. Uh yeah. Denny Hamlin, Justin Algier. All
2: right. So Real quick, uh, we'll touch base on Chris wondering who our production manager, Mrs. Lee Reed, her final four. She says Larson, Elliott, shockingly Ryan Blaney, and Denny Hamlin. And her pick for this weekend out of the Xfinity Series, she's saying Noah Gregson. And for the Cup Series, she's got Kyle Busch. As for me, for me, my picks for Xfinity—he's won, be- won here before. He's before. Been a top contender all year for the Xfinity Championship. Miss White, we're gonna—I'm gonna pencil in Austin Sindrick to win at Texas, and then for the Cup side. Well, I said his name, and I told told you both, I was ashamed of one of you. I wasn't sure which one, but I'm ashamed of one of you. But I have Kyle Larson winning in Texas. He did not, Kyle Busch is a strong choice. I was considering him, but I went with Kyle Larson being that mile and a half is where he's going to – I think he's going to have to drive. Being that – track um mile and a half, and he won, he's one. He's one at Texas. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. All, sorry, he has one at Texas.
0: I do got a question for Miss Lee because she picked Kyle Bush to win, but she did not put Kyle Bush in her final four. So if she's going to pick Kyle Bush to win, I would like for her to be given a chance to re do her final four pick because Kyle Bush would definitely be in the final four if he picks up the win. So, I mean, she can keep it at, at that, but uh, I, w- I would like to get in the league an opportunity there to correct that, uh, being that, uh, that, you know, that, that that kind of set my mind into motion when she chose, uh, her final four after choosing how she was, who she was going to pick to win. So, uh, uh, that was, she picked Larson, Elliott, Blaney, and Hamlin. One of those guys would not be there if Kyle Bush does pick up the win. So uh, we'll see if she can get that corrected there. Um,
2: but you you have both of your picks. For, who were they, fast? I have Austin Sindrick in the Xfinity side and Kyle Larson on the upside. All right, I want you guys to... Um, and Xfinity Race, Xfinity Race is Saturday at 3 o'clock for the Andy's Frozen Custard 3, 335 on the main NBC broadcast. Also streaming on the NBC Sports app, PRN Radio, and I think it's either CSN2 or T S 3 for the Canadian folks. Cup Race is Sunday at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern for the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. Also on the main NBC broadcast, NBC Sports app, PRN Radio, and the main CSN broadcast. Well, we certainly
0: know how to fill two hours of time. Uh, it just shows the the testament of the show. I know it's a lot of goofing off and stuff, and we don't probably keep people the entire show for two hours. Is probably a little bit long for for some, but uh, hey, man, we have a good time doing it. And if you just catch certain segments of the show. It, hopefully we'll leave you laughing. If not, then you probably are not a real racer in any damn way. We don't give a damn and probably wouldn't uh, send you uh, – we, well, never mind. I won't say that. That seems to be too mean. Because we want people listening to the show, and we don't want to sound like Karens and stuff who are, you know, sucking thumbs and waiting for snowflakes and our iced coffee or some shit like that. Now, here's I want you to think about this, and it goes back to the, the uh, your pick, Denny Hamlin. Um, he's always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's always been the maid of honor. He's been in the bridal party. He usually shoots early and falls asleep quick in the in the round of sixteen. Now, he's figured out that if he takes Viagra later in the day. He can stay up longer. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> they have figured out something over there at Two the 11th camp, Two <laughs> Finger Denny. They have figured out something that that has worked for them. So, you know, he's a legit threat. He's a legit threat at the championship this year. That's all <laughs> I got to say. But
1: we, we <laughs> didn't
0: touch on, and I want a quick. Um, without the race review, I want to ch- uh, chime in to what I mentioned earlier in the show, and that was Super Dirt Week in Oswego. Taz, take it away, big boy.
2: All I got to say, this: putting dirt on an asphalt track. You better have more than enough dirt to make sure that you do not have any asphalt holes into that dirt track, because if you do, you're going to be asking for a lot of parts. By carnage, like, you can ask for damage on the race car. You can ask for rollovers. You can ask for just about anything. Oswego, oh, my God. I know they had some staffing issues or whoever was running that, but whatever happened there, obviously somebody didn't do homework, and I understand weather could be... a was a factor in some of that and whatever, but if you're putting dirt on an asphalt track, put more clay, put more dirt, put whatever you got to put over the asphalt so there's no freaking holes into the stinking track because there's more wrecks and more damages than what there should have been. We have Brandon Hightower, Uh show like a month or two ago and what did he tell us listen to the track and it'll tell you what it wants whoever put the service down on that did not listen to the dang track at all well a
0: lot of people were saying um that it was a complete and utter shit show and now i understand why nobody really went into it um but I know they they were saying about letting uh, uh, Brett Dayo uh, re- run Super Dirt Week. Now I can understand why.
2: But here's my thing. You know your track service is so bad when there are so many flips that you're literally counting how many flips happened the entire week like it was the Chili Bowl. Uh, congrats, yeah. to, congrats to Money Matt Williamson. He goes back-to-back in Super Dirt Week 200 for the Big Block Modified. So He got it done in two years ago. Last year, there was no Super Dirt Week, and this year he defended his crown of his 200. So, Matt Williamson is, uh, I guess, a guy of 200 races right now.
1: Well, we'll
0: have to see what happens next year. What changes they make next year, and uh, take it from there. And uh, I mean, that's that's all that uh, that's all that I have, honestly. Uh, real quick, I did mention it in the chat. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, you guys remember? Well, Taz, you know Ashley, but Chris, you remember Ashley Palmer we had on earlier this year. She is going to be joining us next week at 8.30 uh, to talk about her stellar season. Uh, I believe she's up to nine wins for the season. And when she came on, she had zero. So uh, maybe we need to get Stuart on again and he can get a win. Well, race fans, we do appreciate your time. Uh, here tonight, and uh, just got a few episodes left in the season. As we'll try to regroup and bring the show back next year, even better than what it was this year. I tell you what, we really drilled this year as the season has progressed, and uh, we've gotten a little bit tighter as a group. It definitely showed uh, in our in our performance each Monday night, as you know we had a race on Wednesday night last week, but uh, for the most part, we've had a a pretty good uh, season here, and uh, we've all dealt quite well together, uh, which is definitely uh, something to look forward to for the 2022 uh, season coming up next year. We'll kick things off right around right after uh, uh, the 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 uh, ice bowl. Of course, the Talladega short Tracks is the first of the year. So a couple weeks after that is the Rolex 24-Hours of Daytona. I believe the following week after that, we'll come back on the air as we get ready uh, to open up at the L.A. Coliseum uh, next season. But we've still got a few races to go. A quick reminder, our Sunday show is coming up. It'll be the last show of the season. It's November 7th. Uh, So uh, we'll mark our calendars uh, for that day. Um, it's subject to change as well, depending on uh as Craig said his son has a birthday that day. And uh who knows, it may rain in Phoenix. You never know. It rains every other day at the track we go to. Uh, <laughs> who knows, maybe it'll be snow or something in Phoenix, right? Uh you just never know what's uh, what what's ahead of us. Um any got anybody got anything? I was trying to find the oiled racetrack, uh to to clarify what track I was talking about. I'm going to have to do a little bit more digging there. It's not as easy as I thought it was. But I've seen a video, an old video, uh, talking about a racetrack over in Georgia. If somebody's listening to the show, Mike can help me. Uh, Where that racetrack was, I would appreciate it. Um, Let's close it out there,
2: Taylor. All right. Another edition of Race Chat Live on Sunday night. be back next week. We have a guest at 830 and uh hope everyone enjoyed the show. Make sure you enjoy the Facebook Live video. If you can catch the live part of it, make sure you catch the replay. And, of course, catch us uh, out on podcast form. Uh, so you listen to yourself, uh Spotify, podcast, Apple's podcast. You name it, we're on there. And, again, thank you all for listening in. it has been Race Cat Live and Blog Talk Radio with... Chris in the caution flag radio. Craig Moore, the DJ music man. I'm Taz Taylor, the Meaning double flagger, saying goodnight. We'll see you next week, same time, same place.
0: Night, everybody. That's, uh, that, that's Taz Taylor Moore the third. There, correct it real quick.
1: <laughs>
2: Just. A- Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law
1: since the day they was born. Straightening the curves. Planting the hills. Someday the mountain might get them but the law never will. They're making their way. It's just a little bit old in the noble life Just a good old boy it Wouldn't change if they could They're Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood